Hello, and welcome to Mist World, a post-apocalyptic world that is covered in a permanent and deadly mist. Survivors cling to remote villages and towns at the summit of mountains, connected by a fleet of powerful and fast Oracle-class airships. These airships, however, are starting to disappear one by one mid-flight. All signs point to a deadly and powerful adversary, and one that must be destroyed before all is lost. Mistworld is the creation of Dan Machuka and is played using the Tiny Dungeon TTRPG system. Now, settle in and enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to Mistworld. My name is Daniel, and the storyteller. With me, I have Neely. Hi. <laughs> uh, I'm Astrakhan. Neely Druitt. Did you want us to introduce ourselves? Then? Yeah, go for it quickly. Yeah. Hi, I'm Neely Druitt. I'm the pilot extraordinaire and sky hunter of big flying things. Big flying things. Excellent. We have <laughs> Ast- um, Astrakhan. Hey, everybody. Astrakhan Zell here. I am an artificer and a golemancer. I'm the one with the spider robot. We have Mr. Whitber. Uh, hello, Mr. Whitber. Uh, airship rigger and um, grumpy person. <laughs> yes, and we have Henry Goodbarrel. Uh, lucky playing Henry. I am mm-hmm. not Mr. Whitber, the charming and ever-loving halfling. <laughs> Excellent. Now, when we last left our heroes, they were, uh, most of them, except for Neely, had entered a ziggurat of a dragon worshipping cult uh, with them retrieving a ballista they've gotten the ballista and are slowly dragging their way out Uh, in the meantime Neely and the spider bot are outside in the shiny beetle in their aircraft and taking uh, runs at the cultists to to distract to cause a at this point successful distraction now as you guys exit the room and into the library where the ballista wasn't entered into the library that was just the date adjacent you hear the statue that was talking that could talk in the other room yell at hey there's nobody in here just letting you know good old sam what do you want to do with that information it's not suspicious at all good as long as we're all in agreement it's not suspicious (laughs) so do you choose to go to that voice do you want to take another turn what do you want to do uh, so currently we're trying to manhandle this cannon outside the door. Yeah, that's how pretty much. Like it's a it's a it's a small car sized crossbow that you're trying to to yep. slowly wrangle your way out. All right. So I think uh, if uh, yeah, Henry, continue to push. Will there? Do do one of you want to take a quick look and see what the, that stupid ugly heads look talking about? I'll keep pushing, and uh, he'll direct one of you guys to do it. <laughs> I can I can go ahead and sort of peek around the door frame. All right. Is there a closed door? Is it open and we just need to kind of look around the edge? I I it's open because none of you guys like it's kind of historical. None of you guys would turn around and carefully close the door behind you as you leave. (laughs) Um and most of the doors have been met and any doors that have been troublesome to open have met with Henry's head so far. (laughs) So um I'll say that it's it's wide open. You peek your head around. So what you see is you see three people. Two of them look like fairly muscular guards, like a bit stronger than the cultists that you guys encountered on your way in. But in front of them, you see this older woman. Um, But it's kind of hard to see. It looks like she's got some kind of maybe like a skin condition. There's something strange and and dark about patches of of their skin as they make their way towards you. 
do you want to give me a quick stealth check to see if you're able to stick your head out quickly enough to um to get that information and before they spot All you? Right. Let's let's see how this goes. Yeah, it's not with advantage because you don't have any bot with you this time. Five and a six. Nice. Doesn't so they, you manage to like stick your so head out. So sneaky, me. Uh, you kind of see the the statue of a shit eating grin as well as you say that. What do you <laughs> want to do? I want to scuttle back to Mr. Whitber and Henry mm -hmm. and let them know that there are three people there as well as mm -hmm. the the statue. Two guards and an old woman who might have plague. Great. Um, is, is Sam still robed? You didn't. You didn't look quick enough. <laughs> I, I feel like he's like shaking it off. No, that's all. He, he rambles into his natural beauty. Vision. Um. All right. Well. Uh. Great. So Henry will keep tugging. Ballista assembled. So it's not loaded. Um. You could. <laughs> You could have a go at seeing if you can load it, but it's meant for like big, slow targets. It's not meant for nimble, in-your-face people. Well, yeah, but they've got to come through a narrow doorway. Yeah, and, go for it. You know, I am proficient in crossbows, and this is just a big crossbow. <laughs> yeah, roll two d six if you can work it out. If you can get it to work. Sure. <laughs> uh, three and a five. Nice. All right. Yep. So you like. Cool. So grab this. There's some. I think I mentioned there's some mundane spears, uh, yep. in the same room. So you, you get the spear spears in. You quickly ratchet in as you point it towards the door that these people are coming from. All right. And, uh, Henry will assist in pushing it to aim. Astra, get right. down. Cool. <laughs> I, I so, get out of the way. <laughs> so even though you are proficient with ranged weapons, you you don't have mastery. So that means you don't roll with advantage. So I'm going to say, give me two d6 oh, rolls yeah. as one of the guards comes around the corner. A mastered weapon is crossbow. It's just a big crossbow. No. Two d6. Two d6, as one of the guards comes into view. Um, three and a five. Cool. Yep. So you fling. I'm not going to even. He 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 dared. So he <laughs> comes around the corner. You immediately impale him. Um, as you do that, two more guards come through the other door. Uh, that was there, and then you hear a noise, and you don't know how, but two more appear behind you. Oh, not God. the old lady, and not one, and not one of the guards. So, do we see four or six of them currently? So you see four. There's two behind you. There's two yep. to your right. You've taken out one from your left, but not the old lady, but not the old lady, and not the one of the guards. They like okay. stop. You hear like them have a conversation and run away. Great. Uh, all right. Uh, can I? Are we jumping into action or what's else? Let's get initiative going. If you're going to immediately screw Polly and go with further impalement, I think that's our only option. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, right. having impaled one. <laughs> so everyone, in it, if you could put your oh roll initiative, total it up, and just put it in the chat so I know who goes when. All right. I'll just put in my casual two. Uh, ah! two once <laughs> so like Henry's just in awe looking at the how the crossbow works he's like wow the, the, people come in the so, impaled the, person hanging off the wall <laughs> well imagine that you're like retching a little bit because I imagine it's quite a gruesome sight having somebody <laughs> impaled in front of you um, they get stuck yeah. on the spear or did it go straight through them it went straight through them and nailed them to the wall behind did you roll a two as well 
Yeah. Oh wow. Yep. Again, we, I think we're just staring horrified at this person pinned <laughs> to the opposite wall. Right. So two, two. Miss Whitbird got eight, and Neely's outside, so she they don't count. They got an eleven, so they're going to get the, quickly, very quickly, get the jump on you. Um, yeah. So I was just hoping. What if you got double sixes? It's fine. So the two behind you immediately make a run for the ballista, and um, and you see one of them grabbing the sack that was tied to it, and uh, the other one is kind of like is trying to push Lucky away. Is that the only one's kind of close enough to to shove out of the way? So they're going to roll 2d6 to push you out of the way. Oh, no. And succeed. So you get, like, knocked back away, and you're a square away currently from the uh, from the ballista. You don't know what they're up to. The other two, they've got spears. Um, they're going to charge at, uh, I'm going to say, at this point, Mr. Whitbur. And one of them's going to go for Mr. Whitbur, one of them's going to go for uh, Astrakhan, because... Uh, Henry already got like kind of shoved away. One of them hits Mr. Whitbur. Can you give me one of your goblin dodge rolls? That's one d6 to try and not get those goblins are already kind of. And they're three. Nah. So you take one point of damage, Astrakhan. They miss you to two over eager. So they close with you, give nice. you a stab. Uh, but for some reason, they, they slip on their way to you. Uh, Mr. Whitbur, you're up next. Um. I'm going to two actions, right? Just one. Two actions apiece. One of them can be moving, attacking, dodging, or using an action, uh, using an item. Uh, because I have quick shot, does that mean I can attack twice? Like shoot, you can, you can use shoot? both. Yep, you can use both actions to attack. Okay, that's what I'd like to do. Cool. Do it for the guy in front. I assume the guy that just tried to stab you. Or yep, did stab you? Six and a two. And um, quickly gonna gonna reload the crossbow again and then um, shoot it yep. once more. Or a six and a six. Don't forget, because this is your master weapon, you're rolling you're rolling three d six. Well, doesn't matter. Um, cool. So six you, and a six and a six. You shoot, him, <laughs> you shoot them twice. Uh, you take them out. They're a little bit tougher, but. They they're not like you know super awesome tough. You take them both. You take one of them out. Uh, nearly, no, not nearly. Astrakhan and Astrakhan is going next. All right. So how many guards are All left right. now? Just one. If he took out two. So there's four, three in sorry, the room. Three guards total. One outside, maybe, out one. and then the old lady. So there's three in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so the one that got hit by the ballista is dead. With the ballista. Cool. I I'll throw Very. a knife at one of the ones fiddling with the ballista. Cool. There's one in your face though, but trying to stab you. So you're going for the other one. Uh, yeah. Throwing knives don't work so well at like just stabby stab. Really. Also, right. I'm pretty sure the one fiddling with the ballista is more of a threat. The one that tried to stab me missed cool. last time. All right, so you because you're not uh, don't have quick shot. It takes both your actions uh, to to load up and shoot. So roll once, freeze it. Okay, even for a throwing knife. Yep, them's the rules of ranged weapons. Fair enough. Takes I a got... lot to unclip it. 
<laughs> I got two sixes. Nice. So you you two. hit the one that's um that shoved Loki. Uh, the other one has still has the sack in his hand. Um, Loki, you're up. Nice. Okay. Now, in order to equip my shield, is that a whole action? Just part of you guys. I assume you guys are prepared for danger and would ha- would have it. Excellent. Ready. Great. I will take the evade action as a official thing, and then I want mm-hmm. to smack the one that's right next to Astrakhan and try and defend her while she's throwing knives. Is that doable? Cool. Um, yeah. I mean, technically you'd have to move to do so, but I'll allow it. Thanks. It does mean you're abandoning the ballista, though. It's... Yeah, I mean, I, I was shoved away from it already, wasn't I? I well, that's alright. Yeah, I, yeah, I think, but I'm just saying in, that I think in like... Henry's mind, Astrakhan's more important than the ballista, so he's gonna go and smack at it. So he'll Aww. run over and be like, No! Stay back! And Thanks, Henry. He rolls a three and a five. Although, do I get... Is it? No, is it so you stab the one that... So you guys, like... So it's like you guys fought partners. Like, one tried to stab uh, Astrakhan, one of them tried to stab Henry, and you guys went for the other person. Nice. The other person's uh, attacker. Which is sweet. Uh, We're so a team. Uh, back ready. So the one... The one with the sack... Uh, kind of... They've, they've got... They've really... Toss, they pass this like part of the sack over to the guy who was hit by the throwing knife, and as you watch, they, it magically enlarges to take the whole ballista. So the sack that was strapped to the ballista was a bag of holding that they then put over the ballista and use it to try and run past you guys. They're still ah, in the room, so much easier. But they're on their way <laughs> to having the ballista outside. I did mention the sack in the, when I first described it, and you guys were like details. <laughs> yep, that sounds right. Uh, the one At that's next to Astrakhan is going to try and stab her. So, so it's trying to attack uh, uh, trying to stab you twice. Yeah, it's yep. trying to stab Henry. This is on its first go, but I gets a success will... on the second. Okay, on my first attack, I want to use so... my opportunity attack against it. Is that doable? All right, roll. Yep. Oh no, because it's it's trying to it's trying to attack Astrakhan. Okay, so then I will use my that. defender ability to make it. Try you can't and hit take me. a hit that would have missed them. It yes. went, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes. When they're when they are hit. So okay, cool. Roll your shield. Uh, yes, shield. Uh, five and a two. Nice. Nice. So you draw the attack to yourself. You throw yourself in the way. You block the spear out of the way, and then you can counter attack. I will do just that. With a three and a one, not successful. Unsuccessful. So, uh, yeah, so he's still up, but he's injured. These two continue running past um, you guys. It is now Mr. Whitbill's turn. Oh, you're silent, dude. Oh, thank you. Uh, I, see, I see your mouth, but no <laughs> words. You're not muted. Can you hear me oh. now? Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm going to shoot them. Across. Yes, easy. All right. Which one are you shooting at? Uh, whichever one has the sack. Yep. So he's still at full health. So you, you bet you can shoot twice because he makes his way out. Yeah, I got a five. Um, shooting him. Yep. And then so takes what first hit, second hit. Uh, I I also did get a five. Cool. All right. So you take him out. Um, the other one kind of sees him go down and reaches out to get the sack. 
that your turn. Uh, Astrakhan or Henry, what are you going to do? Get Astrakhan. Uh, I, hmm. I kind of want to take the sack off him, but I'm not sure how I can do that. Can I kind of tackle Well, you can try the... and race them to it. They haven't picked it up yet, but they're reaching for it. All right, I, I'll race them to it and try to grab it first. Does the sack already have the ballistic? Roll 2d6 as you... Yeah, so like stretched it open, chucked the ballista in it, like pulled it over. So it's the size of a like, hand sack, but you know the ballista's inside. Five and a six. Nice. Which is how... Cool. So you, so both, of, both you and the enemy race, try and catch it, but you're just that much quicker. But how? But physical things, not your thing. But you manage to get the sack off uh, from the ground before they can. You still have another action if you want to try and take them out. Um, Henry, Mister Whitber, might I suggest that we leg it instead? <laughs> oh, okay, we can do that. Cool. But <laughs> you just. I I figure we're just gonna run away. Rather than continue the uh, the got... battle, can I do that? Run yeah, away. Sure. So you got two choices. So you can either, so you can either go left, which is the where the blister spear is sticking out, and where the guy got impaled from, or you can go right, which is where the other two guys came in from. Which way do you want to go? I'm thinking left, because at least I've seen into that room, and I'm reasonably sure there aren't lots of guards in it. All right. So you look it towards the, the left, you see yeah. the uh, the statue calling out, hey, there's still no one in here! Wink. <laughs> what do you see? Uh, Henry, you hear this? Do you see, you see uh, Astrakhan leg it? What's your plan? Okay. Uh, so is there anyone in the way of the path from Mr. Whitbeard to the exit? Well, there's still two guys in the room, so... Yeah. I mean, if, if you want to make a straight line, is that... It? comfortable or is there people would, who would block him on the way through uh, I'll say the the guy that was medicine Astrakhan okay uh, great well, that's the way. one I would be next to wouldn't it because I was attacking yep. him yeah great so I will mm-hmm. have a fl- uh, attack at him before chasing after so I'll swing my sword with a five and a three yep so Smack Next, him. Takes him out. He dies. Love it. And yep. then, like, sorry. And then he'll start running after Astrakhan. All right. So you, so as you run out, the statue once again calls out. There's no one in here. There isn't. Not two people. I repeat, not two people. Oh, thank God. There's no one in there. And there's definitely not two people. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's saying that in the room that you're in. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Okay. All right. <laughs> Um, on my turn, so that dragon, so that's the cultist leader appears in the room along with the the guard that she was with. Uh, Miss Whipper, you're the only one who can really see her, but what, what I described as skin condition was, it looks like they got like black scales growing in patches over their skin. And as you look at their face, it appears to be quite reptilian. Um, she moves over to you and kind of stands over and he says, we need that ballista back. You will return it to me. 
it's the the guard moves towards you and again kind of menacingly points their spear at you. What do you want to do? Microphone not any fixing again, dude. No, no, oh, I was yeah. thinking. Um <laughs> what do you need the ballista for? Uh, um, we we need it to protect our gods. Okay. Um, well, you convinced me. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna keep blasting. All right. Try, I'm gonna shoot yeah. the guy with the spear. He's coming closest to me. All right. I got a five, six, and a six. All right, so that's your first attack that hits. Yep. Yep. And then I'll just shoot again. Mm -hmm. Ah, this one misses though. Cool. That's your that's you done. Uh, do your compatriots? You hear this conversation happening. You hear the the cry of somebody getting injured. Uh, Astrakhan and or Henry, do you? stop what you're doing or more important to get out of the space i don't think henry would want to leave mr whip there uh being that he's saying Wait, mm -hmm. where's mr whipper uh so i think he'll he'll yeah he'll yell to astrakhan and say quick you run on ahead i'll help him out and uh i think henry will dash back and try and you know there's still one person in there isn't there about, there's a woman that the old hag so and there's another soldier or is there multiple soldiers there's there? two soldiers uh, i think henry so will one... run up and try and attack the closest soldier all right so that's the one that that missed the grabbing the uh the sack off uh astrakhan before they ran out so roll to attack now uh, this being a i think uh, sorry master my master weapon short sword so i should have the advantage on that shouldn't i is that right yep 3d6 uh, three, five, and a six. Nice. Cool. So you kind of you you turn around and you come up. You, this this guy's got his back to you, and uh, feeling a bit squeamish about it. But you you know this is a life I'm sorry. situation. You yeah, finish just him runs off it by back. stepping in the back. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not very badly like. Mm -hmm. And yeah, uh, Esther, can what are you doing? Oh, I mean, Henry said to to keep running and i wouldn't want that sacrifice to be in vain so i'm gonna keep running love it <laughs> all right so you, you 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 can see uh the shiny beetle just like making strafing runs and just giving you a little point of joy as you see it you can see darling up in the gunnery shaft like just automatic firing into cults cultists and you see one <laughs> i mean how would you feel when you see a cult get murdered by your beloved spider bot I feel I feel proud that Spiderbot didn't used to be able to use guns. I made that. <laughs> I didn't teach her that. <laughs> I taught her everything she so knows. You, you pretty much have the reaction of that's my boy. <laughs> pretty much, yep. <laughs> all right. Cool. Uh all right. So back around to my turn. So the the one remaining guard is going to have a go at stabbing uh at stabbing Mr. Whitbear because you tried to stab him. Both succeed, so could you give me 
two goblin evasion rolls. Uh, first round, I got a five. And second yep. round, I got a three. Nope. So you, the first one, you know, naturally agile, agility kicks and you manage to get out of that one. But the second one, you cop it. The uh, cultist leader, however, uh, does uh, a magic test where they try and sit you on fire. You're surrounded by fire. So rather than trying to evade, you need to roll to save to stop yourself being caught on fire. So could you give me a roll of 2d6, please? I set me on fire while I'm standing on top of the crossbow they want to protect. No, the crossbow's gone. No, no, you, the crossbow's gone. Nearly got put it in into a, a bag. yeah bag of holding and taken out the door. Oh, it's a bag of holding. Yeah, I completely missed that. Mm. <laughs> um, so what was it? A will? Sorry, what kind of? Test? You're rolling two d six to avoid getting set on fire. Yeah. No, I got a three and a two. Oh no, you're on fire! So you take one point of damage. Uh, it will. You can either spend an action when it's your turn to put yourself out. Or you can just continue to burn. Uh, it's your turn. Uh, I will put myself out. And um, it's just did that guard that um, Henry attack die? It's so, yes, just the one, one guard in front of you. That... Yep. All right. Um, I'll stop, drop, and roll, and then sort of dash off, um, basically away behind, um, behind Henry. Cool. Yep. So you do this little tumble. You manage to roll, take, put yourself out, and you place yourself what behind Henry, just near the entrance yep. of the room. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Henry, I'll say it's your turn at this point. Nice. Uh, Henry will attack the guard that's in front. Because I think that's yeah. cool. So he'll take a swing, uh, five and two ones, and then cool. he will take the evade action. All right. Uh, you okay, Mr. Whippen? What are you doing outside? Are you trying to get attention? Are you trying to climb on board the shiny beetle? What's your plan? Are there a lot of cultists between me and the shiny beetle? Like, can I climb on board? Well, they're they're making strafing runs. So you'd have to get. Uh, Neely's attention first, um, but because they, they're more, they were the distraction, right? So they're like flying around like crazy, trying to avoid getting m murdered. All right, I might use my my artificer spell touch ability to throw firework up to see if I can get their attention. Cool, two d six. Come on. Uh, that's two fours, so. <laughs> My my firework looked so, too much like just random cultists being set on fire. Oh no! I think it's more that you've got like a a flare that gun, and you like I've got this. This will solve everything. Ratchet it, put it in, look, put it up to fire. But then you then you realize that you've accidentally put a coffee canister instead of a flare canister <laughs> in. Um, can I have instructed willing uh, to keep an eye out for? their mummy and and could their perceptive trait be something that we could bring to bear like or are they just too busy shooting? sure it could be 3d6 oh. if you want to 
you, you kind of you know darling and you know each other so i'll give you 3d6 just to instead to kind of radio into darling and get their attention yeah i'm there um, i'm their auntie now um or the babysitter at least <laughs> oh yeah i got a five and a six yep so giving off at this point what i have to say at this point are rtd rtd2-esque <laughs> beeps and whirls you work out that they're trying to say down there you flaming idiot nearly <laughs> with a otherwise mandane looking sack and a giant flare gun that's just fizzled as they've tried to uh to get Shoot your coffee out of it <laughs> also can i see any sign of the other two yet though they're, they're still inside you don't you, there's no sign of them how do we enter the shiny beetle? Is there like a hatch that's always, oh, that's right. There's a, there's a hatch way that we open. There's a side hatch. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're going to do some millennium Falcon type stuff where we're going to back it in, hatch open, guns blazing um, and kind of back it up slowly to Astrakhan. Cool. All right. So you, so I'll give you, I'll say that you're um, in between Mr. Whitbear and the other two. So you, uh, Swing around. Can you give me three d six to see how well you position yourself? Oh, please. Hope I didn't waste the five and six on darling. <laughs> oh yeah, I did two fives and a six. We're on five. Nice. Yep. So you you you're planted right at the doorway. Um, it means you're more vulnerable because you're no longer flying around and able to evade their attacks because you're staying still. But um, and what that means though is that the shining beetle will take around a, a potentially a point of damage. You're already at four out of six, but darling can pop out and repair if you want to. Yeah, I um, ask. Mm -hmm. So, right. I'm going to say at this point, it's back around to my turn. Um, so she, the cultist, extends her arms out and is trying to set everything on fire around her as this room just erupts into flames. Fun. <laughs> she tries at least. Everything within arm, arm's reach of you takes free damage. Uh -huh. Give me a shield uh, roll to see if you manage to put the shield up before you uh, get toasty. Uh, can I use my squid shield ability to automatically successful one attack, uh, counter check? Uh, Is this did I say that was an automatic successful counter attack? Because right now this is succeeded. You need to take oh, a shield. Yeah, it's Great. it's the counter attack right. that it will succeed on. Not the right. shield. Oh, it's the counter attack, not the shield. Great. All right, just a normal test. It's fine. Probably, it's fine. Probably not having you, issues. You bounce back. You five and three. We're awesome. okay. So your tiny little halfling body gets fully behind the shield. You feel the heat of free damage that would have caused otherwise around mm -hmm. you, but you manage to protect yourself from the worst of the damage. Uh, Mr. Whitbear, it's now your turn. So I take no damage instead. You take no damage. Oh, it's heavenly. <laughs> Andrew, you have shield. to kill the witch. I'm going to shoot the witch twice. Do it. Uh, Go for it. First one misses. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, that's just how she fired, like all the flames. The arrow gets like burned up. Henry <laughs> lifts his shield at the wrong moment. <laughs> just ricochets up there. <laughs> the second one, I got a two, four, and a six. Cool. So as you do that, your second arrow just, sorry, your first arrow just flies wild. Uh, Henry's shield knocks it off, of course, whatever. But sorry. the second arrow hits, is should be hitting true, like it's, center, it's hitting center of mass. 
but instead what happens is this little black hole uh, appears in front of the arrow, swallows it, and spits it back out in another direction. Awesome. Thrilling. Uh, that's your turn. Astrakhan, what's your plan here? So the shiny beetles just come in. Oh, sorry, no, Astrakhan, nearly. Okay. So, yes, so nearly, it's nearly turn. Oh, in the ship. Yeah, so you're in the ship. Yeah. You've parked it. You can yeah. come out guns blazing to try and rescue the two, the, the other two still inside. Yeah, I don't you actually can... have a gun, but I will come out with machete blazing. So, yeah, I jump <laughs> out of the open hatch and leap mm-hmm. into the fray with, like, with an emphatic nod, a meaningful nod towards Darling as I jump out. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, you... is the witch, the cultist. So, so she's two rooms deep, but wait, as you enter the first room, you notice there's a tapestry that's showing... Uh, like the room that those two are in, like from behind, from where the other two came in. It looks like some kind of teleportation portal that you guys hadn't mm. activated before. Ooh. So you, so I assume you can jump in and yeah. appear behind her. Oh, I'm so totally going to do that right. uh, with my machete raised. All right, you can take an action. I'll say it's one action to get one movement to get there with the teleport. Okay, so then I'll um, attack her with my machete from behind. Cool. Classy move. <laughs> um, so, oh man, I'm rolling so well tonight. Two sixes and a one. Cool. <coughs> yeah, lucky. Uh, so she doesn't see you, so that same black hole uh, doesn't appear, and you manage to strike her. She takes damage. Henry squeals like a bitch when this, you know, woman appears out of nowhere. <gasps> Oh, hi, Nearly. <laughs> How'd you do that? Yeah. I didn't know Nearly was a witch as well. I wonder if she can make like, the, the ships fly so well in the storms. Mm-hmm. Nearly does not disabuse you of the notion that this is some power of theirs. <laughs> um, Henry, it's your turn. It's... Nice. Uh, Henry, we get up. Well, there's Charge, a guard still in front of us, isn't there? I will. No, the guard's swim. gone. It's just the, it's just the <gasps> cultist priest. Yeah, great. Henry will power slide in on his knees uh, so he gets extra low and then stab out, up at her as nearly comes in with the head chop. <laughs> Go for it. You're already uh, at the height wow. by default. <laughs> yep. 4-1-2. Uh, so it's that, not great. Those miss? Uh, yeah, he'll take the evade action. Damn it. All right. Uh, nearly, can you give me two lots of 2d6 to see how well Darling's manning those guns before, oh, please before you take luck Oh yeah, the luck's come round. A one and a two for the first one. Yep. And then a two and a three for the next one. Not so What was I doing so, leaving you alone? So, so just due to your deep emotional connection to the Shining Beetle, you now know it's at three out of six HP. Wow. You just hear it exploding in the background. <laughs> you, hear, you hear the dance and you're you're like tick 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 fuck. Uh <laughs> Astrakhan, you're up. All right. I can I try to repair the shiny beetle since we're not flying and we're getting hit? You can you can command um D- Darling to pop out and do that with one of your actions. Okay. Cause I can probably man the guns then. Yep. All right, let's do that then. Cool. So you command uh, Darling to pop out. That costs some fuel. Uh, 
I believe it costs two fuel to repair three structures. So it's back up to full as they scutter around uh, using um, duct tape to try and repair <laughs> all the little gaps. In the meantime, you can give me a, a couple of 2d6 rolls to see how well you do it defending. All right. So that's a six and a one. And mm -hmm. a three and a one. Cool. Uh, I'll leave. I'll. When it's your turn again, the, the ship's going to take one damage as you're kind of wildly shooting about, but not able. But the starting is around you. There's a lot of people still here. Okay. Top of the round, it's her. It's their turn again. So she's now got again got two people in melee. So could both uh, Neely and uh, Henry both give me saves as she once again sets everything on fire around her. <laughs> Great. So one or two d six. 2d6 for you yeah. guys. Five and a one. Five and a four. Cool. So you both managed to, you managed to like hide behind a table as you see this happening. And uh, Henry, you managed to get your shield up before you before you get hit by the full blast. Uh, Henry, oh no, sorry, Mr. Whitbury, it's now your turn. Um, I'm just gonna, gonna keep shooting at the witch. All right, do it. The first attack I had uh, was a six six not one. Cool. So you shoot. She uh, tries to open up that black hole again, but doesn't get it up in time, and you manage to strike her. Yep. Second and attack. Two six and a one. This time she manages to put up that black hole in time, and it lands very close to your feet. It looks like she's trying to aim it back at you when she does this. Uh, Astrakhan, you're up. All right. So that means the shiny beetle takes one point Ooh. of damage. Sorry, now? I'm mixing, mixing up my names now. Neely, oh, you're up. Sorry. Okay. So how is she looking? Is she looking pretty unwell or not at it, all damaged? Or She's looking pretty unwell. And it also looks like she's been taking some of that fire damage every, every time she unleashes that spell. Like she's, you see, she looks like she's starting to burn up herself. Oh, I love that. Got so much flavor. Okay. So I think I will um, sort of roll through under the table and hack at her legs with my machete for an attack action. Go for it. Um, all right. Uh, two twos and a five. The five connects. Uh, yeah. One of those black holes intercepts your, intercepts your machete strike. Yeah. And it, it comes dangerously close to getting you in the ribs. Um. So I smile at her, like mm -hmm. with a bit of a menacing smile and flip the machete back around again. Um, okay, five, four, and a one. Cool. She does not manage to get the black hole up in time and you manage to strike her. She's still up, but she is very badly hurt. All right. Henry, you're up. Nice. Uh, he will swing up at her as she's distracted. Mm -hmm. Is it a two, five, and a one? She manages to intercept that blow. Love it. And, and you take it back. And I'm going to remind you of our conversation that you can't counterattack counter a counterattack, counter but you can counter. try and shield it. That's fine. Yes. I will attempt to shield. Mm -hmm. uh, two and a six. Nice. So, shield. 
So you try and stab it with your stab at her with a short sword. Her one of her black holes opens up. Your sword starts coming back at you, and you manage to uh, get your shield up in time before you manage to cop yourself. I think Henry, uh, knowing that we're running out of time, and mm-hmm. he's just going to not take the evade and attack again. Let's do a All hero right, go move. For it. Go full superhero. Oh god, nope. Three one one. So uh, <laughs> not not good. She she also does her own counter attack as you miss. So could you right. give me another shield as the as your own short sword comes straight for your ghoulie bits? A six and a three. Just managed to roll out of the way. Nice. Love it. Because oh, effectively your evades up until the end of your turn. Yeah. So. Great. <laughs> All right. Uh, yes. Astrakhan. So give me two two rolls of 2d6 as you're using your auto cannon to defend your ship. And it does right. take one point of damage over this time. We've got a six and a two and... Yep. A six and a four. All right. You're, so you're, you're start laying down like swathes of covering fire and uh, they're not able to get close enough to damage the ship the next round. Nice work, Astrakhan. All right. Uh, Neely, feeling that you're the bigger threat at this point and slightly squishier, she's going to turn and try and set you on fire. Could you give me 2d6 rolls to avoid getting burnt up? Like a threat because she's the only full-size person here. 1d6 <laughs> <laughs> or two? Two for you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The first one is a four and a one, so I miss. No, this yeah. is just one. Sorry, one lot of d six. So you catch on fire, you take one point of damage. Okay. Yeah. And we'll continue to do so until you until you or someone else puts you out. Okay. Sure. All right. Great. And that's her turn. Um, Mr. Whitby, you're up. Um, uh, gonna keep keep shooting. Go for it. Uh, two six and a four. Uh, yep, that will connect. So let me roll her various dice. She intercepts your success and shoots it back at you. Can you give me one d6 goblin evasion as you try to avoid getting hit by your own arrow? Uh, no, I don't. You take Can one point I of damage. Can I use my defender ability to you're, do that? You're not close enough. You've, uh, you've come forward to... Um, the, the arrow kills me. No well, well not, not dead, but you're unconscious. We'll deal with that later. Mr. Wet <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see this. You can run you can spend an action to move over there and pick him up. Or you can order Henry using your focus ability to make it more likely that he'll be able to save Mr. Whitby's life. Um You're talking to Neely. Oh, Neely, I'm screwed. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I apologize. So I, I did the same thing to my school children all the time, and <laughs> one of them is very annoyed with me over it. <laughs> yeah, I did the same with my actual children. So um <laughs> is there any benefit? Like I'm a lot bigger than Henry. Does that have mm. any practical advantage in terms of game mechanics? Not really. It's just yeah. more if you wanted to like try and shove her, but yeah, story-wise, you guys are as effective at that as each other, really. Okay, so I say to Henry, Henry, you're looking sick. Mr. Whip is down for the count. I reckon you grab him, run for the beetle, and I'll cover your retreat. And I right. like turn back to the witch with my machete drawn. So the right, mechanics so good- of this, Dan, would be that I have to roll to see if I'm successful, and then if he follows my advice and does what I say, then he gets advantage. It's not advantage. It's called he gets focus. So instead of okay. succeeding on a five or a six, he succeeds on a four, five or six. Yeah. So you're okay. increasing the success range, which is okay. better. Yeah, awesome. So so I roll two d six for this one. Yep. Yep. 
Oh, a six and a six. Damn. Nice. So, uh, yeah, if, if if you follow those orders, Henry, on your turn, you'll get you'll have you're more likely to succeed. Sure. Um, can as you do that, you're going to take your machete and have a final swing. Yeah, I'm nearly. And <laughs> oh, nearly. <laughs> <All right>. um... <laughs> I'm pulling out the post-it notes. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't um... had to do this yet, but the post-it notes are now out. Yeah, so I like shout that over my shoulder to Henry, and I'm already like whirling around with the machete towards the neck. Um, Henry just sees the rage in your eyes. You roll critical. <laughs> yeah, dare you to defy my like. Yeah, uh, defy this order. Um, okay, a five, a two, and a one. All right. Uh, so again, she manages to stick that black hole up in time to intercept your machete, but there, but does not manage to get you with it as she's. Uh, Starting to to get worn down by you lot. Okay, yeah. Uh, you take one point of damage though, because you do not take an action to put yourself out of fire. Yeah, they're more pressing matters. <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, Henry, you're up. Nice. So it will take an action to pick up the my, Mr. Whip here, and then an action to move him. Is that the idea? That's right, but he is at risk of dying completely. So you can spend your first action to try and stabilize them before you start moving them. Yep. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, the uh, Henry will do that. So yep. I will. So roll two d six. If you get a four, five, or a six, you succeed. Okay. Uh, whoops. Uh, a five and a two. So we're nice. Good. So you you very quickly like this will only hurt a little bit. Get one of your embroidered necklace <laughs> yeah. uh, handkerchiefs out and like. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, the... sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> stitch. Pull out, his, pull out his arrow, chuck it over him, and uh, you, you, I'll just say it's part of the same move action. You you kind of grab him by the shoulders and drag him out of the room. Cool, done. Um, Hurry up, nearly. Astrakhan, just give me two d six. Two lots of two d sixes as uh, you continue manning the guns. Six and a one and. A five and a five. Nice. Guns. So again, I can do you guns. Guys, you're just kind of you're doing left to right, right to left. You see some of them climbing, climbing up hill. You manage to, to hold them off down there in time. They are getting closer, but you're managing to avoid uh, them get, getting a beat on the ship. Back around to my turn. So she is sick of, uh, of Neely's nonsense. And she's again going to set everything on fire. And this room's pretty well toasty at this point. So, Neil, if you want to give me 2d6 to avoid getting blasted by free damage. Okay, come on. Aha, a six and a two. I do hot yoga. I eat this shit. <laughs> you do, you you do like you're a, still a on fire. flip. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'm on fire, but that's another matter. <laughs> You do, you, do, you do a quick backflip and avoid uh, the worst of the fire as she launches it from her. She looks very badly off. She like There's burned scorch marks all up and down their body uh, where it's not covered by dragon scales. Um, Miss Whipper, uh, you're unconscious, but you're stable, so you're getting all that to the ship. Um, nearly up. On me. I said the right name this time, right? 
I got it right. I finally got it right, and none of you appreciated enough to respond appropriately. <laughs> I didn't realize you had. Okay. We're shocked waiting for you to correct yourself. <laughs> Do you know what's terrible? For just a second, I wondered if you meant me. Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, so I'm going to attack her with my machete again, like as I blow these up. <laughs> yeah, two fours, not successful. Um, That's right. She mentioned she misses you on your backswing. Are you going to put yourself out? Or are you going to try and finish her off? Is the real question. I've got so many health points left, and I want to get rid of her. So I'm just gonna like keep on burning and attack her again. Um, All right, go for it. Probably short-sighted plan. Um, a six and a three. You connect. She does not manage to set the blade, and she finished them off. Nice. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, just to kind of skip ahead a little bit at this point, I, you're going to put yourself out, run under the ship, and you guys are going to get out of town, I assume? Yeah, I think that's the plan. Like uh, Henry will carry Mr. Whipper, and Neely will probably yep. catch up with him by the time she... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think by the time we get to the ship, I'm helping carry Mr. Whipper's body, and, mm -hmm. yeah, we run through the open hatch. Um, All right. Salute, darling, as we enter the ship. <clears throat> does Does Darling know how to salute back, Astrakhan? Um, <laughs> darling can do a Darling version of a salute, which kind of looks like a a spider squirm. You know, four of its eight <laughs> legs come up and kind of over its head, and a it actually looks like she's about to attack something or bite something, but she's trying to salute. Okay. That's so cute. It's, it's adorable <laughs> but potentially terrifying. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like everything else, darling so, does. So you guys managed to you've got you got in the blister. You do this like big loom turn. Give him a few final shots as you uh, escape from the ziggurat and hit the air. I even stop, drop, and roll at a certain the plan. <laughs> We survived. I'll say that you did that as you run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are there's like burnt holes in your clothes because you like spent like 15 seconds on fire. So <laughs> there's like, a few uh, uh, scorch marks on you. Yeah, yeah. I think Henry sees it. Uh, like, um, yeah, I'll I'll fix that. I, I've got you know little patchwork squares that I think will fix up those those burn marks. Um, so my like like tough black flight leathers now have like cute little yeah. patches of gingham and stuff on them. That's it, yeah, <laughs> showing through underneath floral embroidery around the edges to hold them in. So there's this really terrible transition between the leather and the you know pretty patterns that shine through. Adorbs. <laughs> so um. Is Mr. Whitbeer going to be all right? I mean, I sewed him up as best I could. Does anyone have any proper medicine skills here? I could probably bring him back as an automaton if he dies. Uh, you know what? I'll just take care of him. That's that's fine. <laughs> I, I will do the looking after. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and so... I think he'll I, just you I, know, get a rag out. And I'm, just gonna, I'm just going to editorialize the, the the dark gleam in your eye as you say that. <laughs> like I've been waiting for one of you to die so I could do exactly this. You'd <laughs> be great with robot arms. <laughs> <laughs> I could give him. I could give him an extra few 
so he was more like a spider. <laughs> you know, I think I think he's good. Um, I'll just I'll just keep patching and dabbing at the wounds. Uh, that's that's fine. <laughs> yes, um, I run interference on Astrakhan while Henry is <laughs> after Mister Whitper. <laughs> It's not uh, that I want him to die. It's just like if he does, I just want to improve him. <laughs> but you're already like measuring up. Kind of, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> I like the idea. Sherry has schematics for it. She just, <laughs> just, just in case. Well, while everyone's been sleeping, he's yeah. just been out sketching, <laughs> taking your measurements. <laughs> what do you think I use all those videos that Darling takes for? Yeah. Oh, you've got these like full like three D personal design. use. <laughs> yes. Yes, personal use. <laughs> nice. That went kind of dark, actually. <laughs> yeah, like so funny. Uh, um, I also like uh, um, just go up and give Darling like like a pat on the back, on the carapace or whatever, like the thorax, and say like, "Good job, Darling. Good job." So um. How does that bag thing work? Because one minute the one minute the, the the weapon was there and then it was gone. Have you guys seen anything like that before? Because I don't think Henry has. It's a. Uh, it looks like magic. But magic. I, I mean, is there anything else in the bag? That's a really good question. <laughs> oh, I've heard tell of these bags before, but I believe that you may need to know what's inside it in order to get it out again. Astrakhan, you're our expert on lore and such. How do you think <laughs> we find out? Hmm, this is an interesting question. Uh, Send Darling and have a look. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Well, I, am an, <laughs> I am an artificer though. So I mean, my first experiment is actually just going to be to reach into the bag and see if I can find anything in it. <laughs> you just pull out the uh, the entire <laughs> weapon inside the ship. <laughs> so this is where I, as a GM, employ, employed a time-honored phrase. Are you sure? <laughs> I don't want to pull anything out. I'm just seeing what is in there. Stick your head in the bag. Right. And look, yeah, I, I'm not sticking my head in, but yeah, I'm, I'll reach in and see if. I mean, can I feel the ballista? Right. Can well, I feel so anything? You reach in, you you feel, you feel like metal. I don't know how to describe what's in there without you taking a look, but it's also like it's a port. It's a you notice the portal. So it could be dangerous to kind of be in one world and not and half in one world and half in another. It might try and suck you in. I I pull my hand out carefully. What was in there? <laughs> uh acid. Oh. Well that's bad. Is that and gonna be affecting the weapon? No, I think the weapon will be fine. But I don't think we should reach in for anything. We should maybe just like tip it out when we get somewhere that's not here. Um, can I like Dan? Like I'm a well-traveled person. Um, can I do like a check, like a to to see what I might know about this kind of treasure? 
Sure. For you, it's a two d six roll. Yeah. Oh, I know nothing whatsoever. <laughs> no. You 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 know rumors, and you know you know rumors. So you, you're like, you've got very unreliable information that you could try and act on. Yeah. But it basically boils down to four. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our plan was to take the ballista back to the Hope and Grace, right? Yeah. Yeah, because we can't so, onto this thing. So, yeah. And that's that's a, a couple of days with, if we stop at some sort of isolated mountaintop along the way, we could probably just tip out anything that's in the bag and check it out there when we're outside and not going to break the shiny beetle. And have full health. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, need to stop for fuel potentially as well, unless unless we think we can make it the whole way back to the Hope and Grace. But one more encounter with a rock or similar, and we'll be in trouble. Yeah. Okay. Do we need to use what was it, Mister Whitber? You've got like an amulet or something that gets in contact with the captain. Is that what we had? Yep. Yeah. Should we get in contact with the Hope and Grace and find out where they are? That does seem wise, doesn't it? Yeah. Rather than flying randomly into the Sure, air. we could just guess. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think in that Again, time... Well, well... The, the, the opportunity that you guys have for a hard left turn into the middle of nowhere. <laughs> uh, in, in the meantime, Henry's going to use his halfling cooking ability and try and make some stuff that people mm -hmm. can eat to heal. So... He will go about doing that while Mr. Whitby you know, his fever comes down from the damage. And as soon as he thinks Mr. Whip is alive, we'll he'll start doing that. Cool. Um, all right, so you guys try to get in touch with the uh, Hope and Grace. You get a message. Uh, they're ready to meet you. They name a town called where is it? Hormiscali. Uh, which is very familiar to Astrakhan because it's where you learnt your craft as a jewelry maker and then a golemansa. Oh, it's I know that place. Clockwork, forge covered uh, town. It's got lots. It's kind of, it's kind of hard to move from a distance. It's always this like pole of black smoke coming from it from all the uh, the various forges and businesses going on. Um, but they seem to indicate that that's where they're. Brilliant. We should be able to get some fuel there without a problem. Great. How far away is it, Dan, did you say? <clears throat> yeah. Did we just lose Dan? We did, right. yes. So in the meantime, we're going to plan out and have some real party time. Yeah, so, what are you cooking, Henry? <laughs> yeah, so Henry's actually, because we heard all that burning on the way out of the people's cooking, <coughs> Henry's grabbed a few arms of the cultists and he's just like, just couldn't help it. They smelled so good. <laughs> she was clearly more snake than human. Uh, Henry's oh, I'm back. Drop for a second. I, I don't think we should cook and eat the cultists, even if they were kind of snaky looking. Okay, that's fine. But I'm saying whatever I cook will give you two d three health, two d six health back. So you tell me how good it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a you didn't you didn't you didn't eat eat the cultists yes. because you weren't around to uh, harvest. 
question mark. I think there was a, there was a the cutaway scene. So. <laughs> um, and also, they were mostly dragon and not uh, snake, as was implied by these chats after I dropped out. We um, had yes, so I was describing the Tano Hobbis. We had um, yeah, so you guys are heading towards the bridge. Sorry, Dan. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you're heading towards a town called Homiskali. So it's mostly dwarven. Uh, there's a lot of uh, forges and a lot of techno magic completed there. Um, it's where Astrakhan did their apprentice as a dream maker and then a golemancer and, and eff effectively Darling's birthplace. Possibly Astrakhan. I've left it up to them. Uh, what do you know about the town? What do you want to? What do you want to add to that town? Outside of that description, um, it's it's not actually Astrakhan's birthplace. Uh, we we moved mm -hmm. away from our our birth town. It was too small for us. But this was the place that we managed to get a an initial apprenticeship as a a jeweler, and then uh, it turned out that just making pretty things that weren't useful just it wasn't enough, but we still have quite a lot of contacts in, was it Hollisk? It's called, oh, I've lost it now. Hommus, like the food. <laughs> Hommus. <laughs> Hommus Gully. I'll put, the, I'll put it in our Discord. Hommus Gully. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. um, but Hommus Gully is known primarily for the forges and all of the techno magic, but it's also known for its goats. It is one of the few mountaintops that kept a herd of fainting goats. <laughs> They're all narcoleptic. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, I regret a decision. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard guys... of Homoscali and their goat meat. <laughs> Uh, so you guys kind of turn, head towards head towards Goat Town, which was a, <laughs> a carefully crafted magicians' capital and is now covered in goat poo. Uh, it's not covered in goat poo. the The goats have got little little um, automatons that follow them around and collect the poop so that it can uh, be used in the gardens where it's useful. And then every That's year, all the best uh, artificers in town have the competition to battle <laughs> the goats in their power armor. So. <laughs> Okay. Oh, the goat gladiators! Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I love that. That's I, I definitely think Henry stopped there once before to watch the goat gladiator battles. Yeah, they're magnificent creatures. <laughs> I will regain control shortly. <laughs> What's that? that? We're right in time for the gladiator battles? <laughs> oh my god, what convenience! No wonder the open grace is stopping there. Yeah, so, like little no. automatons to like it's ride a the goat to joust. Everyone on the right. open grace stops to watch the goat gladiator battles. It's a known fact. Yes, Sorry, so <laughs> in good, out bad. Uh, <laughs> so. As you guys are traveling toward Thomas Gully uh, and the Hope and Grace, you come across, or nearly, um, I say, since you're the one piloting, everyone else is kind of enjoying Henry's meal. Uh, you see what looks like a hunting ship 
but it's a bit far out of where you'd expect any hunting ships to be, and it appears to be drifting. Okay. Is it... Is it like a large hunting vessel? Is it similar in size to the shiny beetle? Like, what's the? It's a bit. It's a bit bigger. It's kind of similar to the one you you grew up you uh, grew up on. So it's it's yeah. similar to a tugboat in size. Yeah. Um, you can see that like there's a couple of nets drifting underneath it, effort to catch uh, sky squid and other smaller yeah. uh, prey. But and you do see you're not quite quite close enough yet, so you don't know if you do see people in there or not. Um, so that it's drifting. Are there any signs of damage or like is it losing altitude at all? You can give me 2d6 to give me an estimate on that. Yeah. Oh, two sixes. Nice. <laughs> the best night. So <laughs> you, it's got this kind of odd lurch to its movement that you recognize as it's lost its ability to stay up. And is th therefore using its side thrusters to compensate to stay up and out of the mist, which okay. indicates some kind of catastrophic damage. If, um, it, if it so, what you... so, so it's so it's staying upright but is unable to steer itself. Okay, and it, it's potentially just gonna flounder or sink at this point. If there's people on board, they're yep. waiting for somebody like you to happen across them and and help them. How but it. Can the shiny beetle take on board many passengers? Not passengers. So your options would be either to try and tow it yeah. or to uh, stop long enough to help them with any repairs, given that you've yeah. got some materials for your own repairs. Yeah. Um, so I kind of pointed out the other guys are eating their meal, but I say, like, uh, look, um, a vessel in danger, the... Sky code says we've got to go and help them. Okay. Um, <laughs> Bowl, I do that. I mean, I actually roll a test to see whether we get to heal people. Uh, and I do. So uh, let's just see what I have a total of uh, four hit points. No, two hit points to give out. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll give one to Mr. Whitbear at least. Actually, I probably, if I can give them both to Mr. Whitbear, yeah. is that possible to bring you up to two health? Yeah. yeah. Done. There you go. Yep. So, so what, I what are you cooking my meal. Um, it's a collection of, uh, I think it's just herbs and things we've kept, we've uh, gathered on the way. So it's a vegetarian meal, uh, extra hummus, mm -hmm. and <laughs> yeah, he's uh, just kind of force feeding this watered down soup version to Mister Whitbird to try and heal him up. It's extra spicy, so he wakes up kind of like Beautiful. Doc Brown in that, you know, Back to the Future three. Excellent. <laughs> too. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not there yet. You don't get. You don't goat slash uh, a magic science town yet. Um. All right. So you pointed this ship out. What's your plan? Um. So I will approach. Uh. With like this is the plan. I suggest that we like approach. Get close enough to be able to gather a bit more information. Is there some way that ships have like mm -hmm. a loudspeaker system where we can speak to other ships? Um, hey! <laughs> <laughs> Oi, you! Um, <laughs> what would normally Not really? I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna take a page of, from history, which is that you can communicate via flags. I believe it's called semaphore. So you can like drop. So you drop down a line of different colored flags and you can say like 
common phrases that way. Yeah, so I think that as we uh, approach, I might kind of put it in a slow, um, this is what I'm suggesting, that we will like approach slowly while I signal, like try and have a conversation with them with the old semaphore. Yep. So what's your first question? Uh, um, I'm going to say that the amount of line you've got, if you want to type it out, you've got about, you can have 12 letters. Any suggestions, gang? Um, Are you okay? Yeah. Um, Easy. Yeah, fits. Want a toe? No, I want that. That's, that's just four letters. Just are you okay? So we've got... <laughs> well, we could just go like, yeah, need help or something like that. So you drop need help or are you okay? But yeah. the same thing. Um, so you, they get a reply back. Uh bad damage yeah um that's all they can fit on their line um do i know much like would the shiny beetle be able to tow a ship of that size successfully if they were using their yeah. so as long as long as they stay floating um these ships they use more kind of levitation magic than air yeah. sacs like the okay. hope and grace would so it's more that they diverted that power from that would normally help them steer to keeping everything upright. So as long as that levitation magic stays in place, they're effectively weightless in terms of being towed, and you'd be able to provide that side, that like side thrust to get them where they're going. Okay, so nearly doesn't want to make the decision by themselves, but they strongly <laughs> represent to the group that we should help the hunting ship go closer and offer a tow. What do you all think? Yeah, Henry's definitely up for it. We uh, have to save them. There could be people down there. No way's worse dying in the mists. I feel like Mr. Whitmer's still sort of recovering on the couch. <laughs> yeah, I'm, see, I'm see. on board to help. So yeah. Mr. Whitmer is often the voice of caution, but is he just too unwell to like, the three of us without you? <laughs> <laughs> So is a GM's is a GM's dream? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, nearly uh really can't say no to a sky hunting ship. So yeah, they mm -hmm. pilot the the shiny beetle close by, close enough that we can shout from deck to deck. Yeah. Um and through yes. the open hatch have a bit of a convo. Or maybe I'm yes. piloting, so maybe Astrocan or Henry needs to shout through the hatch to someone. Yeah, yeah, I think Henry, after seeing this last time, Mr. Whipper got out onto the roof and was really cool. Like Henry was like, <laughs> it's my time to shine. And so he's like, I got this, Mr. Let's, Whipper. You relax. Let's make, let's make sure that Henry's tied to a rope. Yeah, before he'll he strap goes himself out. into the, the D-kip that we uh, established exist and he'll jump out. I'll, I'll, over up the boat. I'll admit that I was waiting for you to not mention that. So I could bring that up as a complication. Yeah. So he'll clip himself in and then lean out the back and instantly realize this is much scarier than he expected. Oh God. Um, I mean, yeah. they're probably it fine, a, right? a long way down to sudden death. I also just a long way think, down to sudden death. I think we should make sure that the, the line we put to tow them we can easily detach on our end if we need to, because yeah. it's terrible to think that they could be condemned to death. But if their systems fail, we don't want to be dragged down with them. Yeah. So okay. I think there's like a 
this is not an uncommon situation for C for mist fairing types like myself. And there's like a whole protocol around it. And that's like one of the, the chief safety protocols, I reckon. And um, yeah, this is something I'm good at doing, I reckon. Is that okay, Dan? <laughs> All right. yeah, absolutely. So you, you, you enact for a rescue protocol C. So you get you get across. They just they say that they were encountered a flock of air razors. Um, nearly you'll know these as being about the size of a crow. They're, they're birds about the size of a crow. They travel on large you? flocks. Uh sure. Yeah, thanks. Air razors. Ooh, I like it. So yeah, they're they're kind of average size birds, about the size of a crow. They've got this like bony structure between their neck and their shoulders, which is razor sharp. And what can happen is that if when they encounter ships that have a lot of lines, like this ship compared to the shiny beetle, which is mostly metal, um, they can just cut through uh, a, a lot of the ropes to keep the ship going. So they can be very dangerous for these hunting ships in, in, if, they're, if it's a large enough flock that they're yeah. passing through. Yeah, nearly a meter. Um, like, so. I say like, oh yeah, yeah, of course. Like that's that was my first guess. Um, do I recognize this ship? Is it one I've encountered before? Um, if you want it to be, I've got no problem with it being uh, an old companion. Yeah, like, uh, do you have a name for the ship? If you want to roll, roll. Um, I did not get that far. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to call it the, 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 the Kufa. C-U-T-H-A, the Kufa. Okay, so I did not roll well, so I don't think I recognise the ship. Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, yeah, so they you toss the ship across, they, they tie it on. They use a slip knot as well because if you guys go down, they don't want to be dropped down by you either. It's kind of standard. Um Nearly, you see. I, I assume you see Henry's feeble attempts at the slip knot and then take over yourself. Um, I, I can do it. I got sure this. It's just like sewing. You could track down. And I'm super subtle. <laughs> like I it really letting Henry go out there by himself to have the conversation took a like, but he's risen to every challenge. But yeah, I did check the knot, and it wasn't a slip knot. Yeah, <laughs> it was not. <laughs> It was a very effective double knot that would have securely tied you to ship. Uh, so you, uh, yeah, tie up. You kind of, I don't know if you guys continue having a conversation as you go. It does slow you considerably to have the ship tied to you. Um, but you do manage to bring it to safety uh, after, a, after a couple of days at this point. It would have been one day, but now it's two before you reach the town of Homer Scully. Uh, now you guys arrive. They thank you. They offer you. They don't have much, but they offer you some in, something in the way of food. Um, they had a, uh, a sky squid that they were butchering. They're offering to give you a portion of that as a as a way of recompense. Oh, thank God, and, we were out of squilk. No, this is like squid tentacles. I just want to milk it for everything it's worth. Maybe they've got a little like a milk a milk pocket that's still available in there, like a milk sack. No, no. <laughs> so now, uh, great. We thank them. I um, try and make friends with them. Do you guys accept it? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll accept it. Make try and make friends as best I can with them. And I think Henry, if while we're being towed, will actually like he'll be on their ship 
trying to make sure everyone's okay and being the brave guy okay. and the hero so as his brother would be that would have required you like ziplining across yeah absolutely <laughs> that's what i wanted to do cool so you ziplined across very surprising to me that this is happening um no, and totally find yourself would. talking back uh neely do you deliberately keep the shining beetle above the other ship so he can't come back no because that's how gravity works yeah i get that but um henry's like <laughs> henry has proven in the ziggurat exactly and also then has healed us all afterwards like i wouldn't have let him go out on the the, the side of the ship if i didn't wasn't developing a lot of trust in him so yeah mm -hmm. yeah all right. So, like, I still have that kind of maternal awesome. thing going on. I'm, I'm developing his confidence because he, after seeing that encounter with his brother, he clearly needs it. Like, <laughs> and yeah, Henry's Very constantly well. at the moment trying to prove himself that he is as good as his brother because every, even his brother's like, oh, <laughs> it's just, it's like, I, I need to be better than that. Yeah, I understand. Um, all right, so you guys uh, have reached the town. Um, Astrakhan, you know the city quite well. Do you take them to? Do you take them on a tour? Do you just find the nearest uh, tavern? What do you want to do? Um, I, I'll actually, I'll ask them. Do they want a tour? Do we just want to find somewhere nice to stay? I mean, yeah. I, I could do with a rest. <laughs> We can always go on a tour in the morning if you'd rather. If that'd be okay. I'm pretty sleepy and banged up and hurt. And it's been an emotional 24 hours. All right. All right. In that case, I will I will lead them directly to what I remember being a well-priced but good inn that did you know, really good food and had decent well, ale. As we're Excellent. walking back, I want Henry to find a moment where he's... Yeah, close enough to Astrakhan that he says, "Is there anywhere around that we could open the bag? I'm really curious." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we could probably try the fairground uh, if they're not having the goat battles at the moment. I'm sure they'll be somewhere. We both know that they start tomorrow to be packed. <laughs> <laughs> they'll they'll be a. There's the square out front of my old, my old, um, my jeweler that I apprenticed with. That mm. usually there's a big market there, but if the goat battles are starting on the fairground, it'll be deserted. We can do it there. <laughs> That's not going to be concerning with all the acid you felt in there. No, it's not the kind of acid that damages stone. As oh, long as good. you don't stick your hand into it, it'll be fine. Oh, good. I was worried it was the kind of acid that damaged stone. And perhaps no. if we if we check the bag in the morning, we could still make it to the to the conclusion of the goat battles in the afternoon. I give the finals are the best. The early rounds are a little boring. Yeah, it's been yeah. Like they're they're the goats that just faint straight away. <laughs> when you go through the childlike heats, you know they've got the junior rounds. They're just they're really boring. Most of it's cardboard. <laughs> I don't know about video on, but I am. Crying a little, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> All this shit is great. <laughs> but the goats that win the finals can be used to pull carts through the magic magic. And the losers are eating. 
You'd obviously be crying from the sheer majesty of the goats. I I did say I was going to level you up guys at the end of the session. I, I might change my mind now. You've not earned it yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We'll what level up thing? through the experience well, of watching the goat battles. <laughs> so I think we'll, we'll leave it there. So yes, you guys will level up as you have reached the town that you were supposed to reach. Um, we can also you... stock up on cheap goat meat while we're here. <laughs> yeah. You can stock up on cheap goat meat. The uh, the hope and grace is due to arrive in three days' time, so you guys can have a bit of downtime to explore the city if you wish, nice. especially as there is apparently now this festival going on that I will need to uh, yeah. work out how that works. <laughs> um, I, I don't so understand what's missing. We've explained all the high points of it. <laughs> Uh, the food is the losers. Love. the The party is the, the event, and it all takes place in the abandoned fairgrounds. It's great. Uh, There's nothing to so play. As we level, as we level up, you guys get to pick another trait. This is similar to what we've already said. Um, I'll start with the epilogue. If you guys are ready, or did you want add another event? <laughs> no, no. As long as the epilogue includes <laughs> the battle, it's it's fine. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, the epilogue uh, once again so the as you guys uh, have left the ziggurat some of the survivors gather and uh, and start working out how they can start heading to west towards their lord and master and uh, and rejoin with them as well as that uh, this little goblin finally caught aboard the hope and grace and is now being held for trial and the very last thing you guys see at the very this episode is a goat chewing <laughs> and staring dead at the camera <laughs> as it slowly fades to black. <laughs> oh, it brings a tear to the eye. Which is <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that's I have to apologize to any listening audience. It is getting quite late. <laughs> it is. We are very... We are much later than normal, and I put that down to my inability to remember names and having to come up with goat people, goat things. <laughs> I think the next episode is just going to be us and goats the entire episode. It's... I have a fear. Um, <laughs> we have this so, whole plan yes. where we enter Henry as a goat, and Astrakhan builds the uh, power suit around him that looked like a goat. Do, and do you we know can't I lose. already thought of that? <laughs> we can't lose. Henry's already started felting the goat costume. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Henry, you can't lose, otherwise we might have to eat you. <laughs> no, we don't want What a way to go. <laughs> or should I say, what a way to go. <laughs> uh, okay, we're done now. Yep, pleasure, everyone. Thank you. <laughs>